0: Why Private Schools Can't Keep Bailing Out Failed Government Ones by Meeta Singh Gupta The new Karnataka High Court ruling has shaken the roots of the RTE Act, which was meant to provide quality education to all students, but eventually boiled down to the controversy over the 25% allocation of seats in private schools. The Karnataka High Court has clearly stated that this quota taken over from private schools is a supplement to the government's school capacity, not a substitute. This is a game changer because it puts the pressure for performance back on government schools instead of outsourcing quality to the private sector. Right to education intended to supplement, not substitute, government schools. When the Right to Education Act came into play, it came in with the hope that every child in India would get the right decent education. Reading the clauses, it becomes clear that the government seemed to believe that their own schools could not provide either the capacity or the quality, so 25% of private schooling capacity was arrogated to the EWS. This received a distinctly binary reaction. There were those that loved it and those that hated it. Those who realized that private schools in India offer a better chance at education for their children, even if it was limited capacity by lottery, welcomed it. Those schools who had never taken any aid from government hated it. It was their business and their choice was severely limited by the diktat. Relief to private schools, rationalization of government expenditure. The Karnataka High Court has restored the supremacy of purpose. Government schools are there to give an education to all and that is the very purpose of the RTE Act. There is a perfect match of purpose here and enrollments should follow. First, fill the government schools and then look elsewhere if there is a need for more capacity. If you have more students than the government school seats, then look outwards. This comes as a relief to private schools providers, especially those with fee levels higher than the state-mandated reimbursement. Across states, this reimbursement has rarely been made on the time and schools have been impacted with their revenues becoming uncertain. This Karnataka ruling gives them precedent and therefore hope of pushing back against the 25% takeover by the state. The judgment is also a pragmatic one in the context that what is happening to the government schools in the state and the implications of the education budget. Regardless of whether there are enough students, the state has to maintain basic infrastructure for public education which costs it almost rupees 1100 crore and the cost of reimbursing the private sector worked out at an additional rupees 700 crore and rising. This additional expenditure is burden on the state exchequer solely due to the provisions of the RTE Act. The Karnataka High Court in one stroke has said enough of that. Will government schools be able to ensure quality? Karnataka government schools are in trouble and with low enrollment despite reasonable capacity. With schools with very low re- enrollments, the cost per child calculation rises dramatically. In any normal business, this would be a reason to shut down. But since education is a public provision, schools continue to operate at undercapacity levels. Even the introduction of new English medium government schools has not wholly reversed the tide of exodus from government schools to the private sector. The latter are perceived to not only offer better education but also economic mobility since most well-paying jobs require at least functional English language speaking skills. The real question is not about capacity or cost here. The intent of the RTE Act was to secure a quality education blanket for all students with some element of choice. In a way, it was a voucher by lottery. The question that now rises in the wake of the judgment is, will government schools be able to provide the quality that is necessary or is this a judgment that condemns students who were lucky enough to win the RTE lottery back into poor educational standards? Government schools being rewarded with survival despite bad performance is the real problem. In a perfect world, all schools could be equally good and should compete with one another to gain students because of the quality and diversity of their education. In practice, there seems to be no reason for government schools to exert themselves. Indeed, they are rewarded with survival in the face of rejection by parents when they had the choice. And therein lies the crux. Neither this judgment, nor the RTE Act itself, nor community and parental pressure has ever pushed the government schools to perform better and compete for students on the basis of their quality. A few NGOs, however grand the philanthropy might be, to not cure the miasma of public education in the country. The ruling may have released a few private schools from bondage, but the core of the issue still remains unresolved. Maybe we should not be surprised. The name of the act promised us right to free and compulsory education. No promises were made on quality there.